I can't believe that we're at episode nine of season four already. Can you believe that, John and Josh? No, I still haven't killed anything. Jeepers, creepers! I actually can't. I'm kidding. Can We've you believe plenty. that? Can you believe that, Doug? What have we been doing this whole time? We fought. It, that's like, what I said. Two monsters. I could believe it's nine episodes, but I've because I've been away a lot for FIFO because I work away a lot and Navy. And he's away again, aren't you, Doug? That's a terrible impression of me. <laughs> 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 Mines, Navy, uh, military maneuvers. I'm from the Navy. Spelunking, <laughs> firefighting. My name's Doug. That's not how, that's not how fucking grenade works. Um, what was it? No, because I forget the spells back at the it's start of the day. It's a stun grenade. What's a stun a grenade? Bang. Anyway, this is only if people listen No, because if you get the spells at the start of the day... What's an impression, then surely, Doug? Then surely I could cast it a hiss. No, no, Doug, no. You get the you get the spells when you level up next. Oh. No, because I've got this. I've just been doubling the damage. No, no one ever told us that you roll inspiration <laughs> after. Like you're not allowed to see your dice rolls first. Hello, welcome. This is the Shitting on Doug podcast, brought to you by Andrew, myself. This is how John. we. This is how we love Doug. Through to love him is to know him, and to know him. Is to, to love hate him. him. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, to love him is to be horrible to him, apparently. Problem is, Doug actually learned to love Christmas and his heart grew two sizes, but it makes him not as good of a D&D player. So he had to shrink that heart right back down by being mean again. Yeah. And he started getting palpitations and yeah. murmurs. Anyway. Love you, Doug. <laughs> love you, Doug. In this time in season three, episode nine was Dire Straits. It was the first episode with Jacob playing Ada, if you can believe that. The whole season ago. whole and season ago. Was it the second episode in Gone to Grim? Or the first? No. Mm. No. Ye third, third, I believe. Third, okay. Yeah, you had Minecart Madness, the one before, I do believe. And you had Dire Straits after that. And yes. before that was maybe End of the Road? Yes, End of the Road. That's the yeah. one came before. Oh, yeah. End of the Road... Then Minecart Madness, and I do believe Dire Straits. Ada, of course, ended that episode with smiting the last Corby with a bit of rope, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. In season two, episode nine was Dome of Ark, which is where you had just finished the first encounter with the spider squid. And in season one, episode nine was We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bugbear. Which would have been the first time you used the potion of... Growth. Growth. And it yeah. was also is when JT joined the party for the first time. Wow. Mm. So with Kilgrax, the blue dragonborn paladin. So episode one, no, season one, episode nine, JT joined. And season No, it gets even better. I just thought of this. <laughs> no. Ready? Season one, episode nine, we meet Kilgrax. Season two, episode nine. We meet Krez. <laughs> we meet Krez. <laughs> roundabout. Roundabout. Season three, episode nine. It was Who Watches the Watcher, which is yes. the episode before. Yeah. And then season three, episode nine, we meet Ada. And now season four, episode nine. We haven't met anyone because we, we met, met the previous episode. We, we met, met Kreslan. Kreslan. The combined mind-melded possession form. Fusion form of Kresis and Dulan Tholvia have become Kreslan. Or Kreslan. What do you think of that? I like to, I like to imagine... Super tiefling. I like to imagine that Kres just became ripped. 
<laughs> yeah, ripped dwarf. She's got a thicker neck, like um, like a dwarf. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to think of a celebrity, but no. With his eyes, kind of like burning a golden, yeah, amber color. Doesn't it just make you nostalgic, John and Josh? Looking back, about how far we've come. Just, just in that little bit where all the episodes yeah. and how they line up. Yes, yes. Makes me think how it's, it always takes us ages to get going in these uh adventures. It does. It takes a while. Do you think we're going now in the... Well, now we're just doing the introduction. I mean, we've got, there's so much left to do in this season. Yeah, there is. How are we going to do it all? I've no idea. Me neither, but we'll find out along Here's the way. Here's to season five, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't. <laughs> so, through it all, it's been myself, Josh, John, and Doug. And I think having people come and go out of come and go out of a campaign is normal, yeah, and happens in many a home game, and it also happens in a podcast, of course, because yes. this is a podcast of our home game, which we lovingly craft for ourselves and for you, the listeners, get a chance to come into my house and sit at the table with us. You're going to say something, John? No, no. Do you know how rare it is to have four or five of the same people meet every week or two for two or three years? I've been to church. <laughs> yeah. Without, direct, without the force of internal damnation. Oh, I wasn't worried about that. Oh, good, good. Yes. I'm going to not make a comment. No. Yeah. The resident <laughs> would not like to make a comment on the blas- blasphemous. He's told the audience he's a I'm just going to jingle the keys. Delete this and... <laughs> Why? I'll delete it, John, if you want. It's fine. No, no. It's just... It's Do you know how... Yeah, it's very rare for four or five people, of the, the same people to meet every week... The same people to meet every week or two for two or three years for a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yes, we've been... Ah. We've been very lucky. Yes. To be able to keep this going as long as we have. And through it all, what I was trying to get at, it's been... One week since it left me. It's been the three of us, and I want to say I love you all for playing... Even Doug, who's not here. Yes, Doug's not here. Doug is not but here. But we still love him. We still love him. We love you too, Andrew. Thank you, John. Mm. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It is all going to end soon. Yeah. Not through sadness, but through joy. Yes. As this is the last season of this campaign. Not necessarily mean the podcast itself will end. We know that there's lots of people eagerly watching our Mothership content and... We'll be trying our best to make that a thing. Yeah. What we're saying is that this is the last point of the Dungeons and Dragons campaign because John and Doug are going on holiday for a while. A very long holiday. A very long holiday. And I, don't I don't think I'll return at all. I shall return. In fact, I mean not to. And Andrew, the forever DM, will try and get out of that role, but who knows? I think he's literally going to be a DM forever. Yeah. But yeah, if we if Doug goes on holiday and John goes on to his thing, we will be down two I'll, players. I'll, so. I'll have to have a campaign for just you, Andrew. Well, ju- yeah, Andrew, you go into a tavern and you see people, and I get six characters to voice. Yeah, just it'll be just like what's happening now. There'll be no stretch. We can make a podcast with two people, can we? I don't think so. No. Maybe we can find another little friend to play with. We should set our uh, podcast uh, equivalent of LinkedIn to yeah. open to opportunities. We could start auditioning the people around the Perth metro area or wherever. 
actually goes quite well. I mean, that's how we got Doug. That is how we got Doug. I know inviting random people off the internet to join your home game can be quite daunting. Yeah. Never mind the rice and he's been putting in our drinks this whole time. The rice? There's been plenty of rice I've been putting into you. Don't say. <laughs> I've been putting it into you. As I have fed you all for the last few no, years. No, no, ricin. It's a nerve agent used for assassination. Yeah, I know what ricin is. I'm, yeah, being, I'm right, lighting, lightening it up. That would be the ricin I gave you. <laughs> I put it into that. Nobody with the bugbear podcast you're always listening to. Guys in the lemonade. Yeah. Do you think we'll be ready for when this campaign finally ends? No. No. I think we're going to be a broken mess in the last episode. There'll be a, a, a special we'll episode of the actual ending where we actually finish because we won't finish it in time. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, we'll come, we'll come back a few years later, a few yeah. months later, and record the end of that episode. Season four just becomes the longest season because it, we we can't yeah, finish we it without it. finishing the series. It'll be reminiscent of the ending of the Rankin and Bass Lord of the Rings movie from from the seventies, where they only have the time to do the budget, yeah. the first two yeah. movies. So it just ends with Helm's Deep and the and the Gandalf saying, "With that battle won, the war, the tide of the war turned, and good triumphed over evil." But we know they did, so that's all happy endings. Yeah, and uh, Fintok returned to his home planet. Yes. Now that we've gone through that nice little intro, let's do a quick recap of the return of the dwarves. Who wants to start it off, Josh? You've been silent for the last two weeks. You do it. Let me dispel part of that a trace so he can talk. Hang on. <clears throat> He's getting ready to do his presenter voice. God, we need Doug. Thinking back. Thinking back. When last we left off, our adventurers had agreed to go through the doors in order to wait for their future dwarven companions, knowing that a score of troops were coming on their way to support them with the Duagar and Aberrant threat. They had met several new players on the scene, including clerics, wizards and hunters, but the first and the most self-important of those being Virg. Virg, a shortened version of Virgadane, his namesake, was an emissary, I believe, from a dwarven consulate from outside of Neverwinter. In Neverwinter. Oh, in Neverwinter. I thought he was he came from Neverwinter, but the place he was representing was outside of Neverwinter. Correct. Yeah, so that was that was what I meant. Yes. The place he represents is not in Neverwinter, but he's from Neverwinter. He's the ambassador. He's the ambassador to the dwarven kingdom in Mithril Hall, who has one king. Are you sure he's not the ambassador to your mother? Can we move on? This is not a... <laughs> yes. I was happy to move on. It's all your fault, Andrew. I'm really tired for some reason. Okay. Okay. Energize. All right. So he's an emissary of dwarves. Uh, and so we find that he had brought 23 troops with him and some other important players, including Gladys, who was a cleric, Krusty, who was a wizard. And we also have Wush Source. What's his name? Worcester? Wanta. Wanta, who was a hunter and had brought some of his own hunters and scouts with him. A quite proficient hunter, I must say. Yes, who I've come to call him Foghorn because he reminds me of the chicken, chicken rooster from uh, Warner Brothers. And uh, so they all met up. They exchanged details about themselves, what their roles were, and had eagerly made their ways through the doors to discover Gauntelgrim as a people not just personal experience for Fintok and Anastasia, but as a people for the first time in thousands of years. 
They made their way through to the outside of the tabernacle area where they had encountered a mind flayer who was watching them. And upon believing that it had been discovered, had teleported away through some sort of ability. And then they made their way into the temple of Moradin. They then had an opportunity to talk with Delan and introduce themselves as this was a way of interacting with a past that would otherwise not be available to them. Now, not sure during or after, there was an opportunity for Kabias and Fintok to talk to some of the scholarly dwarves that had arrived about the items that were being bequeathed by Dulan before discovering that Krez had walked, also, rather I should say Krez's body, had walked through the doors possessed by Dulan, who is now Kreslan, wearing all of the items that were upon the plinths, which is where we find ourselves now. All of them, John. Yeah, so in what is a quite striking narrative moment, paying off some of the discussion that took place in the previous episodes, Dulan has possessed Kreslan uh, willingly. Kreslan said he would let him do that. And now he's emerged this sort of merged figure, Kreslan, who's got Kreslan's body, but Dulan's position and Dulan's items. What an interesting turn of events. And this is where we discovered some of the more poignant abilities of the armor and items that were being bequeathed by Dulan. We also got to hear more of the intro song than we ever thought before. Hey, this intro, this intro song that's new, I'm glad that I finally finished making that. Standing in front of you is the possessed form of Kresis, inhabited by Dulan Thulvia, who has taken forth the items of Dulan, put them on, and has walked out to address you all. And thus our two guardians of Gondolgrim combined. Um, uh, Kres? Did we agree you could wear that stuff? I spoke to Kresis, and we agreed that this would be an interesting development. I did not know it would work, but through the last few days, as I was riding his body around the temple, <laughs> I became accustomed to the the feeling we became I bet you did. familiar with each other. I bet you did. And I believed that you wear protection? We could make it something more permanent. Permanent? H- how permanent? How per- yeah, exa- how permanent? Grezus is aware of your speech. He, he agrees to have this situation happen. I, of course, can leave at any time. Good. And I will 
believe I will return to my items. As long as they remain close by, I believe I have the power to come back from time to time. Interesting. Well, I'm just wondering if there's a way to put you to good use now. So, the question is, how do we proceed? The simplest thing to do would be just to start trying to clear out as many aberrations as we can. Although, of course, that would put an advantage to the Dwergar. Luckily, uh, the aberrations don't know we're here. Um, I did see a mind flayer, remember? (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, He's he's being funny. Um, You see Kreslan's eye twitch? They wouldn't come in here. No, not in here. No, 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 no. But uh, just towards the uh, outer edge of the tabernacle. When were you going to tell us that, Tobias? I mean, I was in the middle of this whole discussion thing when fucking ghost man came out. Um, I'm sorry. Do go on. uh, I feel like I've lost my train of thought. So you're you're not joking? No. You saw a cataract in the tabernacle. That's hard to say, actually. Tabernacle and the cataract. Cataract and the cataract. Shh. Don't say that too loud. There's 47 dwarves. They're Back there, have to come so, to terms with it sooner or later. Yeah, there was a few things I wanted to discuss. I will bullet point them as quickly as I can. One, we previously, now, uh, not anymore, had the concern about Dulan leaving and having access to knowledge from the past. And I wanted to raise this with Anastasia, Krusty, and Gladys being the heads of scholar and religion uh, amongst the dwarves that are in Gontogrim right now. If you would if you would pause one second, Kabias, shall we convene the council now? I believe it's a good time to have yeah, all of us together. Probably a good idea. If we keep the troops out and the leaders together only, that would be best, I think. And all the leaders come in in front of the plinths that are now empty. I'm going to find... Uh, do any of you have a lieutenant or something? Just someone I can, that can delegate to. What, what do you mean, brother? Cisco says. Um, someone I can just uh, give some information to or instruction just while we're discussing. Be productive. Well, all of us, we'll join together in council and discuss our battle plans. I, I mean from the troops. Oh, you can come through me. I, I'm head, me or Virg. <laughs> because because Cisco is going to be in the council, <laughs> he's going to be busy. I'm trying to give someone some instructions so that while we're all all the leaders are together, someone can get some people organised and follow a plan. Okay. While we're talking, so I was just going to get someone to clean the areas up, get bedding organised, but also help with having some scouts around the area, checking out that the entrances aren't compromised to any of the temples and then organize who the best workforces are to perhaps retake some of the other outer temples as outposts and get them tidied up so that we can have a couple watching posts. Would yeah, you... if, so, if someone can organize that while we meet. Sure. I've posted guards around the temple and we're keeping out of sight. Let's convene. I now convene the first council of Gauntogrim. Who will speak first, Fintok or Kabayas? Would you like to array the situation and your plan? Gondelgrim, beyond this place, is held by encampments of Dwergar. Now, they have come to mine Hellthorn, it was called. Yes, that's right, Maximus. 
says. Because they are ruled by a cult of Asmodeus, led by someone called Kozul. Now, they are no more friends of the Karadrak and the Aberrations than we are. And long have dwarves in the Duergar been foes. But it would be a foolish thing to fight them both at once. However, we cannot expect to stay in this place and not make contact with the Dwergar. It is advisable we start clearing out the aberrations as fast as we can, for reasons that uh, Anastasia can elucidate in due course. But I posit that we continue with a plan that my party has been slowly trying to enact, which is temporary alliance with the Dwergar. Now, Maximus goes, What? When I say that, I doubt there will be any alliance with Kozul, their leader. So... Yes, I believe I made that clear. The idea is for them to protect their own interests. Yes. I they will believe. They will, yes. They pose... And when I say they, I talk about the aberrants. They pose a significant threat, especially if what Anastasia is saying about their plans for Megera are true. And I... Uh, believe that if the Duergar do wish to continue with anything, not that we necessarily condone their actions, but for their own self-interests, if they wish to continue with anything, this is a priority for them, I would imagine. So we need to communicate that to them somehow. And as far as alliances go, it's more of a mutual understanding, uh, the enemy of our enemy kind of thing. Yes. At the very least, we don't want to be fighting Dwergar while we're fighting aberrations at the same time. If we can fight alongside them, if we can fight without them interrupting, either way is good. But I think, from what Maximus has told us, there is a decent number of the Dwergar that want to leave, that want to go home, and that are only still part of this labor force because of the tyranny of Kozul. From what I know of Dwergar culture, some kind of show of strength, show of force, when properly applied, might solve this problem. Ideally, we kill him in public. A dwarven trooper walks in and whispers to Sisko and salutes and walks back. Sisko nods. I'll go to enlighten. We've posted guards outside the temple. They're keeping watch and I've notified the rest to not completely dress down, but be ready mm. in case we need to leave quickly. We have also learned that the Karadrak are aware we are here. So, among the priorities that we, well, that I had listed, I wanted to discuss, the first is the passing of knowledge from Dulan to the rest of the dwarves who are here, there is a gathering of, as I said, scholars and religious leaders among us. Those being Krusty, Gladys, and Anastasia. Now that we know that Dulan does not disappear, given the items are no longer in on their station, this means that we have more time for this, which is good. But Maximus goes... <coughs> uh, yes? With all due respect for Kvaas, we have no time at all. We have more time 
later to worry about the passing of knowledge rather than now, is what I mean. So, we doubt we can sneak our way into their oh, forces. Oh, I thought you talked about it before. Once the dwarves get here, you'll be marching off as yes. quick as possible. Not planning more or scouting more. I know I can lead you there. Ma- Maxim- Maximus, we're communicating to people. Okay. We're just telling them what's going on. Could yeah. we march out and show our numbers and then call out Kozul? Would that force him to speak to us personally? We would have to have a way of not showing our complete hand, but showing a strong enough force that they know there are more here. If we show everything, they can plan around it. Unless we show everything but imply we've got more. Implication is best. Now, whether or not we can find a way to actually get to Kazul, the thought was we could cut a path. If we do take everyone, there is a strong likelihood a lot of people will die in this interest, but as soon as we cut the head off the snake, there is a chance we can stop all fighting from that point. So we have two options. One, communicate the threat of the Karadrak and the aberrants directly and hope that we can get people to side with us. Or we show force now and swift, kill Kazul, and then issue orders from a point of strength. Vergadane steps up. He's got better clothes on now. First, we need to get something about logistics sorted out. Is there any supplies you have? What's the inventory you have? We have nothing on our persons that can feed a force of this size. So foraging is just about all that we've been able to manage. Water is plentiful. plentiful. Um, We, as you may have seen, the decanter I have allows for me to supply as much water as we need. There will be no end. It is, for the namesake, endless. Yes, I can create water, of course, and food, Gladys says. Mm. That's how we've been supplementing the ranger's foraging ability. Now, if you have... uh, Those are different spells or the same spell? Uh, Create food and water, yes. The same spell? Yeah, same spell. Okay. Well, um... We have a package for you in addition to the supplies we carry. Oh, from uh, Jariah, I think his name was. Oh, Jariah. How fair is Jariah? I haven't had a message in a couple days. I did not deal with him, but Magritte is with him. And they get along? Yes. Good. Yes, Good. they've been working together. Um. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. In terms of supplies, food and water, it seems like you have a plan. Is there anything else you need? Weapons or what is your, what is your current need? Cisco pipes up. We have all the weapons we need, brother. We just need a clear goal. Okay, so we have two options. Communicate the threat of the, well, the new information that we've gained about the Karadrak, or cut a path, cut the head, and uh, basically force their way, force their hand, rather than giving them an opportunity to lay down arms against us and pick them back up against the aberrants. Well, something tells me we can do both at once. I think talking to the Dwergar at this current state without showing deed will do very little. I think cutting a path speaks louder than trying to negotiate. Anastasia, you can send, correct? No. Who c- 
I've been receiving messages from Magritte before, mm. who's been receiving messages from Krusty. Is there a way that we could send to someone that we've met? Uh, I believe the caster has to have met them. Mm. Yeah, they have to be familiar. That's how we relayed the messages. Is there a way to use it as a scroll or anything? No, it still has to be familiar, the target. No, I mean, if, for example, could you use a scroll of sending? No, I don't have it on my, my list. I'm not a high enough level. I can't cast it. Yeah, I was just saying, if she had a scroll of sending, for example, if one of the clerics made one, could oh. she be able to use it? I might be. I'll just have to roll for it, I think. Um, if I we try this, uh, you've met some scouts. You could send a message directly. What are we saying? If one of the clerics could make a scroll ascending, you could send a message to one of the scouts we met. Part of Nemor's company. Yeah. Uh, they are in the heart of Duogar territory. They could get the message directly to Kazul. Uh, is, I don't think that's a good idea. About it's the... strange. I'm a stranger. To about them. the Karadrak, I mean. Maximus well, pipes up. They know about the Karadrak. We know about the Karadrak. Do they know about their plan what I need for to Magera to be siphoned and... I know nothing of Kozur. That's higher up. But I believe I'm ready to... Now that you are all here, I am ready to cooperate. I was just trying to see if... if Kozur knew about what the aberrants are actually up to, sure. would they be like, oh shit, let's, we got to do something about that. The, the notes of the mind flayer that was killed mm. mentioned that, yes, the Duragar know somewhat what they're trying to do and mm. withholding items from them. Information. If, okay. So Anastasia found out that the aberrations were attacking the Duragar because they have information about Okay. Pertaining to the right, so yeah. then there's no point chasing the self-interest moment. They're already aware. They're already acting on it. Yeah. As far yeah. as the, okay. Well, then we got one option. Yeah, we cut the path and Go cut in. the head. Maximus will speak, and he goes, <clears throat> "Tobias and Fensok here have expressed to me that you will offer my kin the the right of conquest." The ritual of conquest. Can I get that from you now, Fintok, Tobias? So long as whoever remains promises to assist with the aberrant threat. Yes. Roll persuasion? Assisted? Yeah. So who wants well, to roll it first? And you then? have the persuasion, so you have the sure. yes. advantage. Have you used your coin? No, you got inspiration, remember? I didn't, you don't need to use it now, but I mean... We didn't mention it. Mm. Where's my sorting character sheet? Oh, here we go. <laughs> there it is. Can I see it? No. 24. Oh, John. Maximus stares you right in the eye. And then addresses everyone. My name is Maximus Smirnoff. I am a Duragar foreman. Josh is smirking. It's a good name. I, I forgot am... about Smirnoff, but also every time you say, my name is Maximus, I just think of, my name is Maximus yeah, Morelius. Yeah. I am a Duragar foreman, quite low in the ranks, but I know the inner workings of the operation. The tabernacle, where we are in, is neutral ground. 
And as you know, Fintok and Kabias, it's mostly deserted. We often send patrols out for Corbys to capture. There's one now. That's what a Corby, die Corby sounds yeah, like. Uh, yeah. Revving motorbike. We often send patrols out for Corbys to capture or some teams to come and steal building materials and dwarven knickknacks. If we leave south from the tabernacle, it will bring us to the more industrial areas and the rejoining of the rail network. There we will continue to travel down the dwarven mining tunnels. This is where the Duragar mining efforts begin. We have no love for the dwarven way. We dig to reap the maximum production out of an area, and then we move somewhere else. There is a honeycomb of vertical shafts and precarious pits. There will be mining groups here, and the slate, the prisoners. He looks at Fintok. We must ignore this. Fighting the Duragar here will be folly. To you, the shafts will be random, for us, but for us, we know the connections. You will get lost and overwhelmed. They will slow us down. We will be there for too long. So what is the clearest path? I believe the clearest path is to punch through. I know the way. I can take us there. You must make your way to the deeper pit. After a few hours, it will begin to open up until we come into a large open chamber. Within this chamber is the largest pit, and the Shrine of Sacrilege sits on the edge. There will be a limited force of Durgar here. Most of us are down in the Warrens. It takes time to travel up and down the, to the bottom. We must, or some of you must, sabotage the cranes and pulleys that transport ore from the bottom. If you can take them out, we can isolate most of the Durgar forces down there and be free to push into the Shrine and take Kuzur. All right. Well, that sounds like a mission for some rangers. I'll, I can go with him. I think if there's something we can use as paint or to mark, could you mark the way as you go? Or one of us could mark the way as we follow? It is would be very difficult to do in a short amount of time. It would have to be... Just to splash the wall as we make any turns. We don't want anyone to get lost or left behind. Yes, of course. We will... Cisco pipes up. We are quite experienced. We can work together as a group and we will follow a leader. Mm. I believe staying together in small, other small groups, we can move quickly. All right. Once we disable the mechanisms and the cranes, trapping the majority of them down there, I assume we'll still have to, we'll, we'll, we'll still be facing Kozul and his considerable magic and his personal guard. What I believe, Maximus says, is... You take your dwarves here to deal with most of the rabble and the Duragar scouting parties and their small group of slaves. Prisoners, sorry. If you can keep them busy, then maybe you can go in and fight Kozul. And you can assign another team to deal with the cranes. What is Kozul's capabilities? Any magical items that he possesses? Strange abilities? He is a powerful cleric. Okay. He has many abilities in this regard. What about outside of this regard? He and most of the guards there will be carrying Hellthorn-infused weapons, the flails. They glow red hot and strike you with fire. I have mm. seen it being done on the disbelievers out on the front of the temple. That's actually really good to know. Right. I have uh, given out already a couple 
Vials of fire resistance. They are temporary, but... You will need as many as you can get for whoever's going in there. Yes, and we'll have Krez, who has ice magic. About that. At this moment, as I... Dylan speaks. Kreslan. I do not have access to Kresis's power. Yes, it is right. the spirit. Well, that we'll, is. we'll have to... Um... I retain my knowledge, but I do not have full use of his abilities. All right, well, but you can them. We'll have to relieve you of... Um, Dulan opens his, his hand body at the time. And casts a spell. A sacred flame ripples around his gauntlet. Good to know. Yes, I do believe I keep my powers. Okay. So, I think it's best that those of us who are proven so far stay together in the forward party. We have troops in the rear, scouts uh, at the front with us in order to maintain good pacing. Any of the hunters, if they can forage as we go or look for signs and keep a lookout, that would be useful. Uh, That's what we've been doing when keeping this army fed. Yeah, well, uh, if you can look for opportunities as we go. You know, if if I can talk to Maximus here, I can get an idea of the area and maybe help you map out the course. Yes, a map would be useful. I can assist with map making myself. Sure. Um, If there is anything else, the council wishes to discuss. Well, I think it's quite clear that we need to leave as quick as possible. Are your troops rested? We will need some rest, but it is still it is still the afternoon, I believe. So, as long as we have a few hours, we can make it there. Maximus pipes up. If we leave soon, we will make it there by nightfall. Okay. But it has to be quick. Are there any openings in change of shift? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I have been away for too long. I don't think they would keep the same shifts, but they usually work in four to six Duragar foremen looking after about ten slaves. But most of the mining is done down in the depths. And they work night and day on a rotational cycle? There's no time where they sleep? They do. It's a rotational thing. A rotational sleep. But most of the mining is not done in the upper levels. That would be down in the pits. This is the chance we have. Hence the cranes. If will we pass slaves... I do believe there will be some repairing and collecting the things left behind, foraging. There will be some any additional slaves. weapons. Don't bother stopping, but maybe leave them to the on the floor by the slaves. That is possible, but you cannot be concerned with them. You must be cold. You must. Now is not the time. If we defeat Kozul, then we can concern ourselves with the slaves. Yeah, this, sure, is, but this is just Maximus's opinion, but mm. you would definitely want to... I would be... Like, I have six daggers, for example. Sure. I'm going to leave six <laughs> yeah. for slaves. You can definitely If I go, go past, I'll be like, here, free yourself. Now yeah. is the time. Yeah. The time is nigh. Uh, you know, revolution, and then run away. Um, yeah. <laughs> bye. Are yep. you not helping us? No. <laughs> and then we find Ada's stuff. we got no stuff. time. Yeah, we find eight stuff, stuff. Finally, well, that's the items are all Dead. down the pit. Mm. Yeah, so this we can't get to them. So going to get the items was literally impossible. Not impossible, but you have to go down the pit. It's a whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a whole season. You could have done it, but mm. I'm just saying, is you guys thought Hard. it was very risky. Yeah, you won't have this force. 
but it's definitely it was definitely doable uh, okay um items yes we have many items for you Tobias. oh yes uh if if whoever needs to organize rest for their troops and get them organized let's do that cisco if you can organize two groups of four to pick good outposts maybe the temple of that god of homeliness or shelter whatever it is better not this is what i wanted to mention mm. if you send out groups of four they might get attacked and killed yeah with corbys mind flayers if they see four people or less, sure. or you know, they see a small group <laughs> of ten. Ah, five, I see. <laughs> yeah, if they see a small group, they're probably going to just... I'd say send two groups of ten. And you also get the risk of being noticed by the Duragar, spider climbers. Okay. Cast pass out a trace on them. I can't pass... Ooh, I think uh, it's a self-cast only. It has to be around. I think it's self-cast only. So that won't work, unfortunately. Anyway, Cisco says uh, probably not a good idea to send out alone. Okay. Uh, Let's uh, have a look at these items. Yeah, sure. Verg, go go and get the backpack. <laughs> and you get this package. It's the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's from the Watchers. Hey. Has your peacock feather. Yay. And Yay. it's in a little... It's literally just the peacock feather I asked for in season one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the symbol. No, it wasn't before season one. Do you remember... This is before season one. We we're in the town. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to get a peacock feather, like a physical feather. And someone was like, there's no peacocks here. You can't get one. Well, it's from the watchers. They probably posted it. Yeah. yeah. Be <laughs> like, okay, here's your feather. All right. Bye. Good luck. Right. <laughs> here's your feather in season four, you, you dick. <laughs> you yeah. dick. All right. Here we go. Would you like to roll? Roll? Oh, my God. I'm scared. It was randomized, didn't it? Is it? Four. So it's not a set thing or is it a set table that you've made it's a it's a thing okay. roll roll 4d4 4d4 four fours eight fives three threes well tana you're a liar and you were spending a ton of it on the ship all right do you want it in i got one two give me the total addition of all four. Oh, how many it adds up to yeah 12 you have 12 potions of healing Roll 2d4. I'm just going to write this down before I forget. This is what the Dwarven How many now? Two? Have with it. Now 2d4. Uh, total? Yeah. Seven. Ooh, seven potions of greater healing. 2d4 again. They're like cordial potions. Like they're smaller portions, but you put water in and they get... Yeah. It's like a little powder sachet. Four. Four potions of fire resistance. Full. One hour duration. Nice. Nice. Guess who gets to wear those for the final boss battle? You need a lot, maybe. Well, especially you're facing Kozul, the fire speaker. Yes. Yeah, the ones that are... Th those of us who are facing Kozul... But maybe not be... the aberrations. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably less important. What am I doing now? Two more D4s. Six. Six Stardust Herbs. <gasps> I did want these. And in another bundle, a smaller one, is a, an item which Tobias knows is a sigh. Huh? S-A-I. <sighs> a like, sigh. Like a ninja thing. A long, pointy, piercing dagger. Oh, I know those. Fashioned into a point. Like what uses by Raphael the Ninja Turtle. That's like a short sword in equivalent. Dagger equivalent. Dagger equivalent. Well, I mean, damage-wise, it's a short sword anyway. For you? Yeah, for me. Definitely. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. But I, when you said sigh, I was thinking S-I-G-H. I was like, it's just uh, you open the bag and it goes, ah, empty. 
And you see a note from Jariah saying, May this serve you well, Gabias Black. Such is the shadow of fate. And he'll say out loud, and the fate of all shadows. And Anastasia goes... In Goblin. Yeah. Just going to point that You're out. You're right. <laughs> what did you say, Kabayas? Oh, I... Uh, That's a fine appreciation. weapon. Appreciation. Yeah, I... um. It's magical. You can see the aura. You can see aura? Well, with Detect Magic, sure. Oh, okay. I didn't know you did that. Um, It's a ritual. I can do it. Ten minutes. She just looks at you for ten minutes. And then it comes to talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm just standing there. <laughs> yeah, just standing there. I'm just standing there with the bag. Uh, uh, sighing. Sigh. Okay. Uh, if I've been holding it for 10 minutes, do I know what it is anyway? <laughs> it's a plus one dagger in the form of a sigh. Uh, uh. Cool. And that is the package you got from the Watchers. I squish it with the quarter staff, and that becomes a psi quarter staff plus one. No, 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 no. <laughs> Where's my package? I'm not part of a secret organization. You don't know anyone in Neverwinter. I didn't get any packages. Your your package is the fifty. You uh, can take dwarves. some of the. <laughs> yeah, you've got your dwarves, Fintok. Uh, before before we. Get to, uh, before we get to business, do you want to take what you what you need from this stash, and we'll take the rest and divvy it out about the men? Um, yeah, I think I'll take one of those fires. Um, yeah, we'll be taking the fire resistance, and in exchange, I will. Grezes says he wants four potions, two superior and two normal. Just for Grezes? That is what he is saying. Yes. Oh, okay. He is quite adamant about this. Oh. Yes, I am telling them. Okay. <laughs> um, I want both! Yes, two of each. He does not need the fire resistance. He is a tiefling, of course. Yep. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just going to say, so the potions of fire resistance we'll hold on to. Um, sure. We'll probably give the last to Cisco. Oh, thank you, brother. Because he'll be up the front with us, most likely. I, uh... Who's going to be up the front with us, then, if you're not coming up? If you're not coming with us, who is? Okay, you got a few choices. The dwarves are your method of bypassing... I don't want... A dozen encounters to fight... going to die. A dozen encounters to fight your way to Kazur. Mm. So, it still stands that you can only pull one NPC or two... Mm. Sidekick. The others will be busy. The others will be, assumably, doing the other task of holding them at sure. bay and giving you the time. So we've got Kreslan and Anastasia and one more NPC? Because Kreslan will be Correct. Doug when he comes back. Correct, yeah. Um, so it's a way for Doug to continue, mm-hmm. obviously. We can do that. And then... He can put on his best dual voice when he gets back. Yeah, you can either... Maximus will be with... Could be Maximus could be assisting the Duragar. The, the dwarves. <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, I've said it too much. So yeah, you got Maximus. All right, we're going to have to kill Maximus, guys. A Maximus, Cisco leading the way, you guys following, then breaking sure. off and doing your Dungeons and Dragons. You do your party thing. You're the heroes. Yes, we're the heroes. God damn it. We're the heroes. Yeah. Big damn heroes, sir. Big damn heroes. Ain't we just... Um, Anastasia says to Kobias and Fintok and sure. you all and Kreslan... 
Pintock, Gavias, Grizzis, Grizzlan, sorry. I, yeah. I know we've traveled so far together. And if you don't think I'm up to it, I want to tell you I am. I will go into the heart of that temple and fight with you. But if, if you tell me to stay with the other dwarves and help, I will. I want to let you know that I can do that. Ugh. I feel like it's a dilemma. Because I don't want Anastasia to risk dying. That's what's on the table. But I feel like she's earned a place yeah. at the battle. You feel, after the council, you feel this is... This is it. Not quite a suicide mission, but you can't fail. Yes. You, if you fail, it's going to be awful. Well, right, well, council, who are your two strongest? <laughs> Fug. Fug's at the council. I no, Fug's not at the council. Something to say. Fug is an option. You can rope Maximus. Fug is very strong. You we can actually... rope Maximus in. Yeah. You can take Anastasia. It's a hard choice. What are you going to go with? I think we'll decide this when we're on our way out. I'm trying to think what would be the best story-wise. Probably Maximus, actually. Sure, Maximus Although, can... Although, it would give him the chance to betray us. What, with you? Well, he can betray us point. no matter where That's he is. That's a good point. It, it's hard of him to betray us if he is with us. Would Yeah, Maximus is right now showing Cisco, telling him where to go. Mm. He's telling him the, the map. Yeah, yeah. He's right now. This is where Kazul is, and it turns out to just be a prison cell and closes the door. <laughs> gotcha! Now I've got 50 slaves. That'll get me back in oh. the good light with Kazul. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, respect, that. I'd respect the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do insight on everything that Maximus says? Uh, no. You can't do it now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have at this point. I trust him. Okay. Trust yeah. him. I don't know about Maximus's strength in battle, but I, I do know that if we have I did make one magic it. user in Kreslan, sure. having another magic user might be beneficial because just the nature of what we're doing is going to be... We're going to need a lot of damage and a lot of versatility. Yeah, having a healer with you. We could, you can take... Take Krusty. Gladys or Krusty. But they're Krusty, not sidekicks. They're cleric. more... They're more NPCs. So their stat block is slightly less powerful mm. than a sidekick. They won't level up with you if you get what I'm meaning. They can become a sidekick if you really want. John, thoughts? We don't need new sidekicks. We've got oh, sidekicks already. I wasn't planning on overthinking this. No, you don't have to. I mean, I just thought Cisco would want to come with us because he's come all this way and he wants to, um, you know, get some action. But he's joint command of this force. Yeah. Mm. He's taken on lieutenant. He's more like someone that should be doing the... Uh, sure. The Take Berg. Fuck him. We hate Berg. No. <laughs> the slippery bastard. Because this, this could be a, a Corrin situation where we bring is the one that dies. Yeah. But what does Verg have to offer? What's his class? Oh, Verg is just a diplomat. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. bring Verg. He's a bard, isn't he, right? <laughs> no, he's just a politician. No, he's just a dude. So let's not bring he's Verg. He's got 32 hit points. <laughs> oh, Lord. Are you going to bring Anastasia? You're going to take her to the end? Yes. Okay. We want to take Anastasia yes. to the end. We just don't want her to die, that's all. But look, if we fail <laughs> this... Do you want to die? If we fail... No. This, does anyone want to die? If we fail this mission, we could all die. Yeah, yeah this is it. This is the campaign. Um, this is the... I'm no, not saying this is a campaign, but this is... This is a defining moment. A defining moment. Yes. Um, okay, so I think we want to take Anastasia. So Anastasia, 
Kreslan, Kreslan. and what, Fug? Because Fug's pretty strong. Fug or Maximus. What's Maximus's deal? He's a rogue, right? No. Maximus is a warrior. He's just a lower level than Fug. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Fug's just a stronger option, that's all. Fug's a machine, yeah. Fug is just raw attack power. Yeah. We could use some raw attack Who power. wants to cleave. He said, Fug said, I want to cleave away through the Duragar. See, look, here's the thing. He still gets to if he doesn't come with us. True, he'll be fighting for... He's, he's fine to chop heads. But, he wants to. Look, I want. let's not... Don't tell Fug, but I'm not so upset if Fug dies. Yes. <laughs> but Maximus would be the most interesting story option to come with us, because then... If he gets to deliver the final blow. Because then Kozul looks at Maximus and he's like, traitor! But kind of thing. will Maximus... Betray us. But fight his own kin in front of them, or will he shirk back? Because remember... Maximus hasn't had the opportunity to fight with his own kin yet. If it's Kazul, I think he would, because that's like... Yeah, you know Maximus doesn't like the uh, Asmodeus. Yeah, but also yeah. as an exile, that's like his one way back in to yeah. any good graces with the rest of the Duogar. Yes. The, only the leader can give him absolution. Mm. So maybe we shouldn't put him on the front line because he'd have to do lots of killing his own people in I, public. Uh, yeah, I think if he's just organising information and whispers... Let's bring Fug. Um, yeah. Fug. Fug? Fug. Anastasia and Fug. All right, so the four potions go to the NPCs that aren't fire resistant. Uh, sorry, the, the, the main party that aren't fire resistant. So, sure. Kreslan is fire resistant, so he doesn't need it. I will then um, what do trade... You want to give Fug and Anastasia? Yeah. Potion of fire resistance. Each? One? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. This is logistics, people. We're keeping it on pod. The minor potions, the minor vials of fire resistance, I will offer. I can't remember how many I made. I think it was four. That you made four? I do believe it's four. Um, offer four. those to the forces as they decide. Sure. Because those are only valid for one minute. Yeah. And I can always make more. Do you give Fug any healing potions? Okay, so if we focus on the PCs first, how many did you say? I did write it down. I believe 12, normal, 7, greater. No, no, how many did you say uh, Krez wanted? Oh, that's just me oh, okay. handing it up. Oh, sure. John, Fintok. Fintok. That's just me being Doug, saying, give me more shit. Yeah. Well, the potions, I had made some and given some out, so I believe you have one. And I took a fire resistance. Um, no, earlier I made potions, so we all have a potion of healing. Oh, right, okay. Well, good. But That's there's all I need. 12 potions of healing that have just come our way. I guess if we have between, what is it? I don't uh, get hit often. AU, Krez, Fog, five, five of the main party who are advancing. Ten, so two each, or one each? I can take one. I don't get hit that often. Yeah, one each for, so one for Fintok. And the scene, Me. and the scene fades out. The Fintok Kobias, Anastasia. Yeah, potion of greater healing. I feel like six will hold on to, and oh, sorry, five will hold on to, and give the other two to the dwarven forces. And um, they talk about it over the next few hours as everyone prepares. Maximus talks to Cisco. They all arrange their battle plans mm. to leave by the evening and assault the Duragar. Okay. Base, and we will see you next time. I'm going to short rest and get some of my health back then if we can't do a long And rest. all that logistics, Josh, 
we will sort out yeah, yeah, in yeah, the, when we have little din-dins right din-dins. now. Thank you for listening. This has been episode nine of season four of Ghosts of Gauntergrim. I have been Andrew the Dungeon Master. John has been Fintok. I have. The Dwarf. Mm-hmm. Thief. Yes. Heir of Gauntergrim. Yes. Heir of the Delzoon. Yes. Josh has been Kabias. Yes. The Bugbear. Yes. The titular Bugbear. Yes. The Bugbear. The Monk. Yes. Yes. I have also been Kresis. Yes. Inhabited the body of another NPC. It's yes. NP- it's NPC Inception. I'm a dude pretending to be a dude inside the body another of another dude. And this has been Nobody Wake the Bugbear podcast. You can find us on our socials at NWTB podcast and our Twitter at NWT Bugbear. We have a YouTube. We have lots of videos there of Mothership. If you want to get into some sci-fi horror, please do. We will see you next week. Bye. Fare thee well. Fare thee well, listeners. Goodbye. also got to hear more of the intro song than we ever thought before. Hey, this intro, this intro song that's new, I'm glad that I finally finished making that. It's not new. Yeah, I know. You've got one week if you want to make a new one. It's, to the audience, it's new. I'm, I'm working on the new one. I made a new one that was like a darker and you were like, no, no it's too different. Very similar. <clears throat> so what I'm making now is basically just like another freaking update to the old one. Thank you, John. All right, I am ready. But I promise I already made comments about it being darker and more mysterious, and now it's just not that. You can make it that. I'll, I'll vet it. We'll see what you can do. It'll be fine, John. I know what your standards are, Andrew. Hang on. <clears throat> He's getting ready to do his presenter voice. God, we need Doug. Thinking back. Thinking back. When last we left off, our adventurers had their... No, I'll do that again. When last we left... Fucking... <laughs> I was so ready until that clap. I know you were. When last we left off, our adventurers had agreed to go to the other side of the doors and wait for the other dwarves to come to the other side of the doors where they would wait for the dwarves. And then they met the dwarves. Yes. And then they crossed. On the other side of the 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 doors. Where they had waited. We make it a bit more pleasurable to listen to. (laughs) Okay. I'll, I'll I'll do my best to be professional this time for once. We'll keep the same take. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so when last we left off, our adventures... No, not the whole thing. Just continue from where you well, were. You can cut it how you want it. Just I'm still going to do it so I can go into it because otherwise I'll lose my place. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I'm not going to do the whole thing again. When last we left... Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> when last we left off... Fine. Oh, hold on. Well, Who's that? If we do, if we can pull this off in the next four episodes, because it's a quick operation, then we'll have enough season left to round off the aberration plot. Mm.
I mean, we could probably get there or maybe get to Kazul if we really hammer it through and just don't fuck around. Yeah, this can we can do this in four episodes, I think. Uh, four after this I'm just one. talking about today, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you reckon we can make it there I reckon we can today? make it to Kazul. You reckon we can make it to Kazul by the end of next episode? Yeah. Right. If we don't fuck around. Well, let's try not to fuck around then. Because really, we're just running in a straight line. Yes. That's the whole plan is just run straight for it. We cut people down, um, scouts in the middle, troops on either side, hunters up the front with us. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. And uh, we can do it, in, we can get everyone there in two trips, like I was saying before, and then um, go Sorry, for it, or we can just go, or we can just run at them. If we leave... <clears throat> If we leave soon, sorry. If we leave soon, that's not his voice. What does Maximus sound like? Yeah, it's a bit like that. Maximus sounds like this. I see. Short and named after Vergadane. Oh yeah, you like dwarves? Name every dwarf. Dwarf. Name every dwarf. <laughs> Name all my NPCs. Oh, Andrew. You, First, there was the Pumpkin King. <laughs> Are you paying attention? Name all my NPCs. Andrew, you like you like being a DM? Name all of your own dwarf NPCs. Me right now. Yes. And do uh, without looking at my overlay on the laptop. Yes. First and last names with no repeats. Okay. My dwarf that I've created. Beep beep beep. Wow, that was amazing. Verg was an emissary from the dwarven consulate across the oceans. Now one of them was called Tricky, and one of them was called Dicky, but that's Silvera uh, Brighthelm was Paula Everforge's wife. So you met her first, then you met. Corin Hillborn, you met Anastasia Rockwell, you met, uh, uh, you met Big Man. No, no, no I've, Big uh, Man. Uh, Gavel Jorgenheim, Cisco Throng, Throng Song, friggin', uh, why can't, Sorry, Magritte Ashgut. Why can't you be more like Matthew Mercer? That's all I'm saying. Magritte, and we'll see you next week when Magritte Andrew Ashgut. remembers the rest of his dwarven NPCs. Anyway, how does it get to me? Let's continue. Yes, thank you. Fucking. You lack discipline. Who is your daddy? What does he do? It could be a tumor. It's not, not a, a tumor. tumor. It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> You're from New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. No, that's uh, no he's not New York. He sounds like an Austrian. Hey, I forgot that's where Arnold Schwarzenegger actually... Arnold Schwarzenegger, he does say at all. Hey, how you doing? I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. The game is called Who's Your Daddy and What Does He Do? Yeah, that's not what you said. You said... That's what he... You that's said in, in a New York movie, not a tumor in the, in the movie, yeah, he says... Said that. In the movie, he says, It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. That's what he sounds like. It's not a tumor. I don't agree. It's not Look a tumor at all. Look it up right now. Look up... It's not a tumor. At all. He sounds like that. At all. John, you're fidgeting with your dice. I just told you don't fidget, and I just heard clickety-clacks in my earphones. We can't have clickety-clacks on a damn D&D podcast, John. Yeah. They don't pl- we are professionals, John. They might know that we're playing with dice. Yes, they are. They do. They don't need to be reminded of it, reminded of it constantly. Everyone cares about this, John. Everyone. Not uh, just Andrew. <laughs> He's fucking looking it up. Wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? Yes? Is your daddy a fireman? We can only play nine seconds, John, before we get flagged. Is he a basketball coach? No, no, no. 
John, I'm cutting it. Yeah, you can. Listen. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Listen. You missed it. Listen. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. At all. That's what he sounded at like. At all. Sounds like a, he no. says at all, not at all. At all. Okay. I don't know about you, everyone. John. John. Put the phone away. I'm Josh. If you forget, you said John, you waited. My name's Josh, just, to, yeah. just so you're aware. When you said put your phone away, I was just thinking, they're calling the cops, man. Walter, put the piece away. Marcajero! You think I'm fucking around here? Marcajero! What's a stun what grenade? What's a stun grenade? Sorry, I picked the mic. What's a stun Flashbang. grenade?